Hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome to Silent Podcast, the place <laughs> where everything but silent. I'm your host, Isaiah. For the first time doing a pressure cooker interview, we have pressure cooker coverage coming from Jason on Silent Podcast. Um, we're actually recording a podcast for that later tonight, so it's very exciting. But I got ahead of the curve and I had to watch a show. <laughs> I was so obsessed with uh, Gina. So I was like, let me hit her up. And she is here for an interview. Yay. Gina, what's going on? <laughs> Hi, I'm so excited to be here. Um, I mean, the show came out and this is my first time doing anything so big. You know, I've been kind of like hidden in my little chef corner for so long. I did guys grocery games, but like that's tiny. It's like on the Food Network. And so now it's like, oh, my name's out there. So it's been a crazy experience. Awesome. <laughs> I also have co-host with me, Jake. Jake, what's going on, man? Hi, I am so excited to be here to be with Pressure Cooker All-Star uh you were so much fun to watch and i am so excited to sit down and talk with you about everything yay thank you i'm so excited yeah i mean and i i'm surprised by how many people have watched the show already like i'm i'm learning so much about netflix and the internet and how these things work and it's so dynamic and fast moving like i'm like i need to speed myself up (laughs) (laughs) um so gina I mean, we could just jump right into it. So first and foremost, um, you know, I, I I don't know when you guys filmed this, obviously, but, you know, you're out of it. Uh, how was your experience on Pressure Cooker and, and how has everything been outside of the house for you? Um, well, we filmed this like a year ago, so it, it seems so crazy to kind of bring it all back. But I think that this idea of the Pressure Cooker, they didn't show all of it because basically we lived in this house for almost a month together and it doesn't it goes so fast on the show but we spent like a month together in this house and we even had like a pre-sequester for a whole week before we started filming and I don't know if that was tactic COVID I'm like they didn't really explain it to us but I was stuck in a hotel room for a week before we started filming this and if you guys have ever like hung out with chefs you know that like we can't sit still we have to be working we want to be active in the kitchen doing whatever we can so like from the jump my mental game was like, put you all over the place. And I think so was a lot of the other contestants. So that was a huge part of the show that I don't feel like they touched on. Yeah, um, I was always wondering how long you guys were in that house. Because, uh, you know, we only get to see a snippet of it. They kind of like fast forward <laughs> of anything like non-challenging yeah. or anything. So I was just like, oh, my God, like, I can't tell. Um, so I actually posted this on Twitter that we were recording this and um, a couple of people reached out. So a lot of people wanted to know what is mm-hmm. your prior experience with things that you've watched, right? Like you really brought uh the strategic aspect to the show um some people want to know have you watched like survivor big brother the circle like have you watched anything like that yeah i'm a huge survivor fan first off like like every single season um that is like one of my favorite like games because it's you know you need smarts and physical and like and and just like good communication it just like is this great show and I love the gameplay overall and then Big Brother 2 I got um exposed to that later on but I also really like like I just love kind of like you get to be a different person like your goal isn't to like even the circle in a way like your goal isn't to be you your goal is to be liked and I don't know if the show was pitched to um all the contestants differently maybe but when it was pitched to me they said we want you on the show because we want somebody that's going to stir things up. We're doing basically Big Brother with food. So I came in and I watched like as many seasons of Big Brother before I got there because I was like, okay, I need to have the strategy in my back pocket. 
And I was surprised by how many people were like, this is Top Chef. I was like, wait a second. I think I'm in the wrong show. <laughs> so yeah. you talked a little bit about how the show was pitched to you. Can you can you talk a little bit more in detail about your process of getting on the show? Yeah. Um, I mean, I it's it shows up in my feed a lot because maybe I'm on some algorithm. But so many um, casting producers reach out to me all the time for like, cooking shows, Chopped, I, you know, which I just filmed Chopped, that'll be out next year, or this later this year, um, Guys Grocery Games, and like, all this stuff comes at me. And, um, and a lot of times, I'm too busy to really jump on them, or I don't, like Top Chef opened up an opportunity for me last year, too. But like, I don't feel super confident in my cooking skills right now. So I just like, I want to learn more because like Chopped's huge, or not Chopped, uh, Top Chef's huge to me. So if I go on there, like I want to win. And so when this one kind of appeared to me, and they were like, we want you, I was like, oh, it's not just about the food. So this might be like a perfect game for me, you know? So I was excited. It was awesome. I'm, I'm really glad. Yeah. Just sidebar before we get into the game. Uh, real quick, who's one of your favorite Big Brother players? Oh, you know, you just did an interview with Taylor, like not that <laughs> long ago. And like, oh, I you watched that. Her. That's crazy. <laughs> I went through and watched a bunch. Yeah, I love her. Like, I mean, I don't know. I like, I think that I, I watched her before I went on this show. <laughs> And I wanted to, like, be kind of, like, um, I don't know. I wanted to be myself, but, like, have a plan and have a strategy and always be scheming because I like somebody that doesn't seem aloof, that always feels like they're, like, looking for what's going on. So I feel like I wanted to really embody that. And I think that she always kind of was, like, looking around, and she never let her guard down. So I just appreciate that. Shout out to Taylor. All right. So, look. Yeah. Really want to get into your show. Um, So, Honestly, for me specifically, uh, I think the game really started taking off week two. Um, but like, I really just want to break down your game. So obviously, the big thing for you going in was there were two major points. I think it was the blind side. And then it was also you working with Mike. So let's start with the blind side first. So first of all, <laughs> Kristen, <laughs> um, walk me through that. Like, like, what was your process going through that and like wanting to make the decision that like we need to shake up the game and, and start like let's really bring in the strategic element because I felt like I was watching Big Brother Two a little bit where uh, you know we're really seeing someone figure out the strategy of the show and I really felt like you took it off. So uh, walk me through your mindset with that. Well, when I was on the bottom the first time that's when I started getting kind of like my heart rate up a little bit because I was like, man, like if these guys are going to just cook on, like just pick on food, because after that first challenge, everyone was like, look, we're going to just keep it straight. Let's play a straight game. Everybody was talking like that. They're like, we're the bottom dish. will go home. If we all agree to that, like, and obviously they didn't put that in the show, but they're like, if we agree to that, that's how we'll do it. I'm like, that is not the show I want to come out. Like that is not going to be interesting. And so I'm like, we need to start making like real alliances. So I went to Brian and I was like, Brian, you and me, let's do this. And he's like, oh, I don't know. I got to think. And I'm like, all right, whatever. And then I went to Kristen. I was like, girl, you and me. And she was like, yeah, like, I know you have my back. And I was like, oh yeah, I do. And I was like, but do you have my back? And she wouldn't, she wouldn't give me that what I wanted. She was just like, she was just like, I know you have my back. I know you're my girl. I'm like, yeah, I got you. But I just wanted her to go back to me and be like, I got your back too. And she literally never gave me any kind of feeling of like, I got your back. And I was just like pushing for it because I wanted Kristen to stay because I just love the girl. So I was literally like begging her without saying it, like just make an alliance with me. Like that's just what I wanted. But it just seemed like she was just like 
no, the game is going to play fair. We'll be fine. And I just was like, went back to Brian. I was like, Brian, he was like, I got you to the end. And I'm like, done set. Like, I'm just like, that's what I wanted to hear. And Brian gave it to me. I don't even know if they really put it in there, but Brian was like, I got your back. Like, whatever you need, like you need it. I got you. Like you keep me in here. And I was like, done. Let's campaign. Let's go. This game is starting. Somebody made alliance. It was an awesome move and so cool to see. <laughs> that wasn't your only big blind side. I truly believe the moment of the season was the Lana vote out. Oh, Can you talk to us a little bit about that? Gut-wrenching because I was like heart, brain, and like I got to be honest, Lana was such a good chef. Like she could have won that thing. Hands down. Like, I saw her, like, that's the other thing is, like, the feedback on the show didn't represent how amazing her dishes were and how good, like, it was scary how great of a chef she was. So, yeah, I mean, I, although she was my friend, I didn't want to go up against her at the end. She's not only is she a scary chef, like, scary good, the sweetest person in the world. I mean, she represents young women. She represents young Black women. I mean, she, and she carries herself so well i mean i loved her from the beginning and anyone who doesn't love her is a crazy person because there's she's one of the most perfect people i met i don't want to go to that to the end nobody does <laughs> so it's like half strategy but also like she fumbled a little bit so i had an opening and i was like maybe circle will like take me to the end <laughs> you know um and it was interesting to see that kind of forum because even before we even get to the line of it i mean uh you know, you and Mike had this really close relationship. Um, you guys killed it with the one challenge, but then you move on to the next one, and you kind of make this decision with Lana to go to another team with Sergey and Caroline and kind of leave everyone else to do their own thing. Um, before we even get to a, a, a couple more questions about the Lana thing, um, what made you feel like this was the moment to like kind of like step away from Mike after like really being the first person to give him a chance. And do you think that was like an error in your game or do you think that it was necessary? Um, I think that was another tough decision because the, the show in my head was leaning so social, but then the contestants kept pulling it back to food. And I felt like I loved Mike, but working with Mike, I couldn't put my actual food out. And like in my head, there were two things I wanted to come here to do. I wanted to play a crazy game, stir things up, have fun. But I wanted to show some of my Mexican flavors and some of the food I love to cook. And working with him, he just like didn't, I knew he didn't see it. Like we made an awesome dish. We made a great team because like I'm crazy and messy and throw things on a plate and I've got like that flavor. And then he's like really elegant and, and really like put together and loves plating. So like we did make a good team, but like, I wanted to put my food out the way I wanted to. And so going with Sergey, who also cooks Mexican flavors, I was like, at least I know we can put out some good food and I think we could really win. Um, so basically leaving that vote, obviously, uh, as Jake said, you know, you guys take out Lana after you guys thought you were going to win that challenge. Um, and <laughs> after if the, the first time when you blindside Kristen didn't kind of show people that like you were here to play. Uh, I definitely think this vote, if not anything, kind of woke people up. Um, I know Jake said that was his jaw dropping moment for him. For me, I was just like wow when you convinced mike to be the taste tester um where you got the 
You got basically Sergey and Caroline to vote Mike with you after he said he didn't want to. And then you guys convinced him to want to be the taste tester after that. And I thought that was just crazy. Uh, the way you yeah. guys got out of being like the bottom three with the least amount of time was just like <laughs> mind blowing to me. How did you pull that off? Well, I first off, like with this show, there's no format. You know, there's no like, okay, next is going to be a double or we've never seen the show. So we don't know okay, the top three are going to go into like, we just don't know what's happening. And the way it had been going was team challenges. So I was like, look, I don't want to be on Mike's team. I don't want him to be on anyone else's team because he's a fourth to be reckoned with. So let's do this instead of doing the obvious thing. Like, I just didn't want the show to be obvious. I felt like the contestants were trying so hard for it to be obvious. And I was just like, no, like, let's, we can't just all sit here and agree. And the producers actually came out at one point and I they didn't put this in the show because everyone sat there and said, okay, let's pull names out of the hat. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> this is no, absolutely not. <laughs> and the producers were like, no, like you, like we're refilming this whole part. Like you guys, like literally they like didn't want to script us, but they multiple times were like, guys, like the, the, the head producer came out of the show multiple times to talk to us. He's like, guys, like, I don't know what you thought you were showing up for, but we need you guys to like, do something. And I yeah. was like, you know what? At least the producers will love me because I'll go for it. Like I'll shake things up. <laughs> it felt like you like like they like not you, but everyone else kind of felt mm -hmm. like this was a top chef clone. Um, where it's like yeah. I, what I do appreciate about the show is that like there's no specific way to play. It's almost like, all right, you could play with strategy, you could play with just cooking, have the best of both worlds. I feel like you're like the only person who really kind of understood that. Um, but I, I did appreciate about that that about you. Um yeah. Yeah. I mean if the show goes on for a second season, people are going to look at what I did and study it and be like, okay, well we can do it better. Because I mean like I didn't do it perfect. Obviously that's why I didn't win. Um, but people are going to look at what I did and be like, okay, how can we kind of meet in the middle of there, I think. Go ahead, Jake. Oh, honestly, I was just about to say what you were, what you just said. I was going to say, if there are future seasons of Pressure Cooker, you're going to be the people, the person that changed the course of how the, every season is going to go. Because I believe it's going to get more strategic, similar to how the first season of Survivor was predominantly, you know, oh, Kumboya, we're all together. Let's give it to, yeah. let's, let's all be together. I truly believe you were a blessing to the show with your personality and your uh, gameplay. And unfortunately, with every blessing, there's an end. So talk to me about that that double elimination. You, Ed, Renee, what was the feelings? How did you fight? And what didn't we see? Um, well, I was so stoked when the dessert challenge came in because I was third or I was second or third to last. So I guess there was five of us. I was like fourth or whatever it was. And I was like, my plan worked, you know, I'm safe bottom two. Like I was just like, yes. Like I was literally, you guys didn't see it, but I was celebrating. I was arms <laughs> pumping. Like I had a confessional. I was like, I'm safe. And then we go back in the ticket prints and I'm like, duh, <laughs> like got me. Um, and so, going into the double elimination, I felt like I was already like, they were like, it was gonna be tough. I mean, Ed and Renee are fighters and they're great people. They're great chefs. Like I'm actually like, 
not that interesting compared to these people in real life. Like, so I like my character had to lean more like crazy strategical. And so like going into the situation, my only hope was Sergaline. That was my hope because I had just like kept them from going to a tie. I had voted with them. I had their back, even though like it was clear I shouldn't have like from Lana's perspective. And so I was like, that is going to be my saving grace here. And so I'm going to go and I'm going to cook a dish that I love. I'm super proud of and I'm so like even watching it back I'm like that was so good um and so when it went out I was stoked and then I you know I kind of tasted some of the elements of the other dishes and the problem I have is that those cooks say they voted on what dish was best but Sergey said I know exactly who cooked what <laughs> he knows who he put there and he knows Renee made a salad with shrimp like he knows that happened like 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 he did not he just said he was voting fairly but he wasn't and so it was just like funny because I was very loud about being strat like strategical. And I feel like the other contestants in this, like they were kind of showing it more in this elimination that they are being strategical, um, but they weren't admitting it. They were just doing it. Did you ever, uh, your traditional style of cooking was uh, traditionally Mexican. Did you ever lean a little more into that to hint to other people that they knew what you were cooking? Yeah, I, there wasn't a lot of opportunity to because we had group challenges and then we had a dessert challenge. And it was just like, I mean, like I couldn't do anything there with that, like Mexican wise. It, it was just such a weird challenge. And so then I leaned super mole driven, like super Mexican. There was no way Sergey wouldn't know that was my dish. And so that was his opportunity. And I think it would have been great gameplay on him to keep me in because he already knows I'm playing strategy. He already knows that like he could come to me and be like, look, I'll bring you to the end. You bring me to the end. I know you're playing strategy. I got your back. And I would have done it. Cause I'm like, that's all I wanted to hear. So he could have taken that ride, gave him a chance to, but you know, he had other ideas. Yeah. I was going to say, um, I, I felt like it was a strategic error from Caroline to Sergey a little bit here. Um, because honestly we see Caroline go right after that. And, um, you know, you guys had no idea knowing that the at the final four that would be the person picking, but that could have just been the steamroll for those two, right? Um, so my question to you, obviously, if you do survive that vote, uh, how long are you going to be working uh, with Caroline and Sergey? Is it for final three, or are you just going to try to like bounce to the other side and try to get the duo uh, split up? Like, like what's your plan there? I mean my plan was to figure out who was going to go final with me. Cause once again, I lost Brian and he was the only person. And even Lana didn't like say, Hey, we're going to the end. Brian was the only guy who was like, yeah. And he was so nonchalant about it too. Um, he was like, yeah, we can do this thing. But like, I would have just went back to that. Like, all right, who wants to do this? And just been like open takers because I mean, obviously they could go back on their word, but at least we're playing a game there. At least there's something to, to lean on. Because at the end of the game, at the end of the day, it didn't come down to food, you know? And that's what I loved about the show. Yeah, I feel like, uh, I think you spoke about it a little bit, but it felt like there was like this, I don't know what to call it, like a cook integrity or something where everyone's like, it's about the food. Um, you were honestly like the only one like blatantly saying like, look, we got to add the strategic element in there because everyone else, honestly, <laughs> let, let, let's be honest, I'm going to chop it up. Mike, 
straight up said, I want to split up the duo, even though he said it was trying to pick food. Uh, Renee and Robbie, they were talking about how they wanted to be the, you know, the blind testers just so they can split up the duo. Everybody was doing exactly what you were doing. You're just more blatant and to be honest, more successful uh, with your endeavors. But um, okay, so obviously you did not survive this vote. Uh, Was there any chance at all? For you to stay possibly like like anything that we missed or was it just like a dead deal once you didn't get that immunity um it was just a done deal i mean it, you know there were so many chances for other people to stay kind of like there were like chances where the, they approached us and said do you want to do a, a, a cook back it, you know it was kind of a weird i mean i think even the producers were like flying by the seat of their pants not knowing how this <laughs> was gonna go um because there were so many times where like we're all looking at each other confused and then they have to come out and explain like, Oh, this is actually what we meant. Um, but no, with my elimination, it was, it was a party. <laughs> I mean, everyone else's elimination is like, was so sad. And like, so like, Oh, <laughs> uh, and I was like, you, you screwed me over. You did this. Mine. Everyone was like, shots. And I was like, I want four head kisses. And like people, and I like went out with Grace. And that was what I was like stoked on because, you know, I was there to play a game. I had no hard feelings. I was a little bit upset that I like circle line didn't have my back. But like, I already knew I was trash talking them like two episodes ago. So it's like, can't hate it. Like I left going like, don't hate me. <laughs> um, so I know mine, mine was a party on the way out. So I was like, you know, went out with Grace. Um, one of the last in-game questions, because I, I totally forgot to ask this and or write it down. Um, after you did the big blind side uh, on Kristen, um, you know, you see Renee and you kind of saying, oh, we voted to keep you. Everyone else voted against you. And then Sergey yeah. comes in and, like, pulls you away somewhere. What happened there? Like, did you get caught? Did you keep lying about it? Like, like what happened there? So I, because of the way the show is pitched to me and because of my own, you know, two cents, I knew that the show was going to come down to some kind of vote. Like in the back of my head, I knew. Like I was like, this is all about us voting for each other. So I need to save face and I need to make sure that Kristen loves me. I, that's why I even went to try apologize to Lana after. Like I wanted to make sure like even though I did it wrong, I wasn't going to admit to it. And that's why it's crazy. The internet's like, why didn't you just admit it then? I'm like, I was in deep. <laughs> I was too deep. I mean, like, uh, so, but then Sergey wanted me to, like, he, he wanted me to slip up, like, real bad. Like, he was, like, pushing me. And that's what they didn't show is that conversation with Sergey and I was, like, way longer than it was. Like, I kept trying to be like, let's just go. And he, that was, like, a 30-minute conversation. Wow. <laughs> yeah. Um, um, it's really interesting, you know, you say you live with them for a whole month and that, you know, that's a lot of time to only be spending with a specific group of people. Are you, do you guys still keep in touch? Is there like a pressure cooker group chat? Is there like plans to visit each other? Yeah, well, um, there, yes. I mean, I think there's a very uh, specific divide of friendships depending on who voted for who at the end. Um, but for me, like Robbie invited me to his wedding. Same with Ed. Like, like these are like people that we got so close with. And, uh, and like even Lana sent me the sweetest message. Like I'm telling you guys, Lana is, you guys got to get her. She is fantastic. She sent me the <laughs> sweetest message saying like, girl, like you played that game. Like, you like, but like, thank you for making the show more interesting and no hard feelings. And it was just like, what a light. And these people, we all went through something kind of weird and unique because the show doesn't exist. There's no handbook on how to do it. Um, and there's no bad, I mean, Renee even like reached out to me and like, was just like, no bad blood, love you. Like, 
they're really a great group of people despite of like I know somebody messaged me and was like oh Sergey's horrible don't you hate him I'm like no he's actually really nice <laughs> he's really great <laughs> and his girlfriend's lovely like I you know these are great people it's just reality tv show all right, so uh, we're going to start doing some of our closing questions real quick. Um, so uh, we do have this typed up. Uh, if you have the opportunity, because we know you're going on Chop, like you said, I feel obligated to watch Chop now only because you're on there. Um, <laughs> do you think you would play a social strategy game that has nothing to do with cooking? Yes. Um, so I already have been talking to some people, and I don't want to uh, you know, blow it before it happens. But yeah, I think there is a big strategy game that you guys will be really excited to see me on coming up soon. Okay. How when you, you win, remember us. Okay. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm coming. I'm coming here first. Loyalty. <laughs> you have any questions, Jake? Um, let me pull up my document. <laughs> I asked all the big ones uh, that I had written down. All right. Is, is this an is this a no spoiler show? Or are you guys not giving away who won? You can do whatever you want to do. This is your time. Because like I think the way that people voted at the end was really interesting. Like I didn't think we'd okay. have to like say it out loud like like that with a definition. And I just thought it was so weird because even though it looks staged, how the votes went on, they did the votes exactly how we said them, but backwards. It was really oh. weird. So I was the last person to get my vote. So it was really weird, but it was back and forth. And they did it so well because it was really that tight of a competition. And it was so stressful sitting at that table, looking at Caroline, giving me like a dirty glare, like, how could you not vote for Mike? And like, we're at a table and I'm like, this is horrible. And so like, people have been asking like how, like that's the biggest thing I've been getting on the internet. And I don't want Robbie to get any love. Like, how could you possibly vote for Robbie to win when Mike's meal was better? And I just want to like put out there that like, I wanted to because I liked him better. Like, that was the game. And I wanted to, I was playing that game. If I would have voted for Mike because his food was better, I would have been going against everything I had been doing the whole season. So, like, I feel like a lot of people are confused by that. And I'm like, no, like, that, that was the game. And so I'm happy that the ending was that intense. Yeah, I definitely think it's it's cool being a season one. Hopefully, it gets renewed for a season two because I'm obsessed with this show. But um, <laughs> it's it's good being the season one because you guys kind of set the foundation of uh, what a jury can and can do. You know, like you said, this is not Top Chef. Uh, there's elements of strategy and social game in it, and the fact that people lean so heavy on the cooking side and didn't consider the possibility of there being a jury or other people voting you to win. Yeah. Like that was an element the whole season. <laughs> you got to expect it at some point, you know? So, um, you know, I think you yeah. guys did a phenomenal job and like, I don't get into many shows, but I was just like, I, I literally been just in like the last <laughs> few days. I was so hooked. Um, oh, and awesome. I was like, I got to talk to Gina immediately. Like, this is like, I was so <laughs> upset. Um, so thank you so much for coming on. Uh, the last question I do have, what's going on with the restaurant? What's up? What's the status with that? Oh, um, so I'm so excited. My dream restaurant is being built. We're building it from the ground up. So it's like all new construction. I've got the best team in the world. We're just sitting on pins and needles waiting for it to open, but it will open at the end of summer in uh, Lincoln, California. And it's called Omakase Por Favor. And I'm just so excited to put my food out there for people to love or hate like they do. <laughs> <laughs> okay um so that is our interview do you have anything you want to plug gina before we close out um i think like my i do a podcast too that i just started it's called the never ending shit show podcast or the nest and basically uh me and my other friend who's in a business uh we talk about our daily experiences of just like coming into like 
crap storms of stuff that we don't know how to deal with. You know, we talk about burnout, we talk about uh, work life balance, and it's just a really awesome podcast. And I like am obsessed with it right now. So that's called the Nest Podcast. It's on YouTube and Spotify. Okay. I will listen. I'm sure we'll definitely be listening. Uh, if this yeah. is an indication, you're an amazing speaker. This is going to be awesome. Um, so thank you so much for joining me and Jake. Uh, yes. For anyone listening, uh, please check out our pressure cooker coverage uh, followed by Jason Orch. He will start talking about episode one and two that should be coming out this week. Um, Jake, you have any last words you want to say? Uh, I just want to thank our amazing, amazing guest. It was so much fun watching you on the show and it's even more fun getting the chance to speak with you so thank you so much for joining us tonight thank you guys i'm so happy to be here and i'm glad you guys were my first all right and with that have a good one bye When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.